the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Milberger's Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Uh, we're here at Millburgers today, so we think we've got all our problems fixed at least for today. So I encourage you to come by. Calvin's already gotten some questions. What? Oh, Knock on knocking wood. on wood. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, well, did. Uh... Did, uh, can we get calls? From yeah, the absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, so call us. At we just two- can't get calls out here at the nursery. Yeah, we can get calls to the station. So 210 308 In between lightning strikes. So. No yeah. more lightning strikes. And there is, I don't know why it's so bright. What is What is the deal? I haven't... I haven't seen it this bright in, in sure. weeks. <laughs> what is that? What is that thing in the sky? <laughs> there you uh, go. Yeah. yeah, but it's nice to have a break. It's a little humid. Yeah. So, uh, but that's to be expected. <laughs> a little humid. <laughs> so, here, are you here, let, me, uh, let me see if I can see you if I'm Russian. <laughs> As the fog cutter goes down the highway. But, uh, yes, it's a bit thick here at the nursery. But uh, it was nice, uh, really nice this uh, morning. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. It's still a little cool. So, yeah, come, give us a call. 210-308-8867. Did you see? I saw the headline and I saw... Um, Dennis's email about Death Valley. Oh yeah. yeah! Wow, it's hotter out there. <laughs> uh, a little bit, yeah. At 130. I don't think the humidity is high though. Yeah. Uh, you don't think it is? No. Yeah. The, the, no well, you know no. they say it's not the heat; it's the stupidity. <laughs> no, that's not what they say. I don't think. Now, uh, fix uh, this. I know. Did you check out the the fall tomatoes over there? Oh yeah. yeah hey, guess who was here yesterday? Who? Billy. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's already he's gotten his tycoon, so you better. <laughs> and I was thinking I better pick up mine before I leave. Uh, Remember last year I uh, yeah. I said, well, I can do a delay a, a week or so. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, I've got I've got loaded with uh, tomatoes still, mm-hmm. my plants, but they're not ripening. You know, they're kind of turning white and <laughs> ready. Which is an indication that I should be picking them off and pulling the plants. Right? Yeah. Did you see all the different varieties? I saw Celebrity Tycoon, nine sixty eight. Yeah, twenty two uh, or forty four eighty nine. Yeah, you know. something like that. Twenty three Skidoo. Now I take it. I take it that uh, the big, uh, the red cherry is BHN or no? No. no. Oh, the dwarf red cherry. Well, yeah, dwarf. Big, 
Dorf. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just says Red Cherry. I saw that yeah. one too, but I didn't pay too much attention to well, it. Well, that, that's a good one. That's that's been around for a long, long time, and it's it's a little bit larger than uh, nine sixty eight, but yeah, uh, it's, it's kind it's, of a taste halfway in between. Yeah, it still doesn't. Uh, Red Snapper? Did you say Milton over there? Oh, um, yeah. There are there is Red Snapper. I didn't see. Okay, good. Yeah. It's got to be because Calvin put it in his article. No. And uh, <laughs> exactly. There's uh, there was one that uh, Juliet, which yeah, uh, Juliet's. Uh, so is it Trace's favorite or? Uh, well, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Bill, uh, Bill Adams out of Houston. Uh, that that was one that, of theirs yeah, that they liked a lot. Yeah, you're right. I remember. And we we grew it. That's a nice, That's a good book those guys wrote. One of my, let's see, who was it? One of my. Uh, look at those stupid butterflies over there. I know. That, look how uh, many there are. Greg Plant. Is that Greg's Mist or yeah, whatever? Yeah, Greg's Mist. You know, that, you, that, look, they're look, always like that. Look to the left of the, okay, you see the two trees, the crepe myrtle and the other? Oh, oh did yeah, you see I them? know where they are, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just remember I was explaining Oh, you were here. telling that lady, yeah. Yeah. But where I are was, those? Those I are very. I was wondering if there were any of the portal weed left yeah, right. in front of her. To I say. don't see any. Well, those butterflies are sure happy. Yeah. yeah that's they the seem happy. But those are not monarchs. What are they? Queens. <laughs> They're what? They're, They're queens. queens. Oh. The monarchs Monar- are kings. Monarch uh, cousins, <laughs> and they're uh, they're laying they lay eggs on uh, milkweed, too. In a lot in the fall, it's mo- you're more likely to have queen caterpillars than you are monarchs. Yeah, <laughs> first first time I ever noticed that plant, I didn't didn't hadn't had any experience with it. Was out at Malcolm Beck's farm, and. Uh, he had it planted in one of his beds out there, and that thing was solid, uh, what I thought was monarchs. And so I took some pictures, and I was talking about it and everything. I was giving a talk in Austin. Oh, dear. <laughs> and they got a lot of experts up there. Yeah. And uh, so the guy, <laughs> the guy came up to me and told me, he said, those are not monarchs, son. Those are, <laughs> those are king, queens. Well, that was a kind of similar experience I had when I was introduced to Duranta. Oh. Bart, my neighbor Bart, who's a really good gardener we talk about quite a bit, and he helps us on some of our research projects. But he, he that's one of his favorite plants. <laughs> and he, he called me, oh, about seven or eight years ago, he called me over and said, look at this. And I looked, and I couldn't believe that the butterflies were just yeah. covered. And it turned out that they were mostly queens, too. Oh, mm. okay. A few monarchs, but <laughs> mostly queen butterflies. And uh, On Duranta? Duranta, yeah. And it's, just, it's so strange because the, I mean, we've talked about this before, the Purple Martins now are uh, packing up. They're, uh, the, the young, I know, they're uh, moving out for the sparrows. Yeah, yeah. that's in the circle a, of life. <laughs> I had two of them. Well, uh, young ones that tried to fly out and landed on the mm-hmm. ground, and then their and their uh, parents came down to protect them. And I, you never know on the, the Westies just ignored <laughs> them. They were too busy trying to chase a deer out of. Them. All right. Yeah. So does a deer in your fence? Uh oh, jumped it? No, somebody. 
Uh-oh. Somebody named Calvin. Uh oh, left went, the gate. Went the, went, yeah, left the gate partially open, so two fawns and two <laughs> deer were in there. <laughs> That's what I've I've uh, threatened to do with Forrest Appleton. I <laughs> he's got a fence around his backyard, and uh, when I ask him about a certain plant, he always says, "It's in the backyard. I don't know." <laughs> I said, all right, next time you go on one of your trips, I'm going over that overnight gate <laughs> and find out what is really uh, deer-proof. <laughs> but uh, never did. I had a, the, a new neighbor moved into Walter's old house next Uh-oh. door. <laughs> and he had, uh, well, it, in fact, it was his son-in-law, Walter's son-in-law, who was... Uh, uh, sees himself as a naturalist. Right, there you go. So he said, I'm pro-deer. So he opened the fence up. (laughs) And uh, when he, and uh, he got calls from about seven or eight neighbors. Uh. (laughs) Your plants, Walter's plants are all going to disappear. Nah, nah, nah. Uh. They did. (laughs) They they stripped them. It don't take them long. No, it doesn't. The deer don't care whether you're a naturalist or not? (laughs) That's right. I wonder wonder if if deer smell those things or they just happen upon the new plants. Well, uh, they they are, in my neighborhood, they're so aggressive. It's it's like they're walking along the fence, you know, and and they're harvesting anything that's grown from inside the fence and... uh, and so if the gate is open, ah, all right, yeah. new, new place to explore. <laughs> okay, I, you got to love them or fence them, fence them out. And Joe and I are big on this uh, chayote. Uh, the what? The, uh, we had another name, like Melabrito or oh the, the squash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe found more articles talking about this thing's a wonder plant. Uh-huh. So, uh, well, I didn't get to read all of his what's stuff. What's it going to do? I mean, what's it going to do to improve your personality uh. and your intelligence? It's, I'll have to send you and the your article. athletic uh. abilities. It, it improves all that. Has Joe been you'll, using you'll, it? You, you might win the lottery if you eat enough of it. So. Has Joe been using a lot of it? No, no, no. But he's sold on it now. He's trying to find some. Oh, quit so, it. Joe, so He can't find Joe, it. Uh, Johnson City, Johnson City is, oh. is not, not putting it. That's we forget. <laughs> Johnson City Joe is, is upset because his HEBs do not have them. Oh, is that right? They do have them well, locally if you look they, for them. They, uh, I bought some yesterday. They mainly come Did you, did you want me to bring one? On the mar- no. Are you sure? They were. I've seen them. Joe, I've grown those foods. Joe sent me recipes. <laughs> uh, they're usually in the fall because. Oh, is that right? As, as, as they're laid here, of course, they can plant them earlier in uh, Mexico. Yeah. I assume, well, they may not, in southern Mexico, they, <laughs> they may not freeze, that, freeze back. See, in Tennessee, of course, and oh, okay. here, the whole vine it climbs to the top of a tree. Then the first hard frost uh, kills it to the ground. I think it kills it permanently. Oh, it doesn't re-sprout. He said it was a weak perennial. Yeah, that's, that's what means it kills it every Oh, okay. <laughs> weak perennial. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We've, we've used that term before. Oh, yeah. With Columbine. Yeah. 
Or even... What? Uh, that's the only time I've ever heard it used. Oh, okay. really? Oh, I've heard it quite Yeah, bad. Calvin's heard it a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, you apparently are not hanging out in the same place as Calvin is. <laughs> well, I hope a, not. A lot of perennials have a two-year, generally a two-year life history. We uh, That's what we, uh, on the Phoenix flocks and what was the verbena, we used to... Transplant it uh, every two years to keep keep it from declining. Yeah, we're used to. The, this this is uh, this area is tough on uh, perennials. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's why when somebody up north tells me that they've got an invasive perennial that blooms and everything, I said, send that on down here. Well, we'll, we'll check it out. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how invasive. Survival, is that the same as invasive? <laughs> yeah, I got. Uh, well, I figure if it's invasive, it can start, tolerate Texas. Uh, like when I, I was visiting a nur- real popular nursery up in, uh, up in Kansas, it was, I think. And uh, no, it was in Ohio. It was in Ohio. And... Uh, <laughs> The the guy said he had this really, and, and I, we were out looking at his plant, and he said, you don't ever want to take get this plant because it takes the whole place. And I, I said, that sounds like my kind of plant. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> we brought it down, brought uh, cuttings, rooted cuttings out here, killed it in six weeks. And it's invasive in Ohio. Huh. So that's weird. Well, you know, Texas you, is different. Yeah. If you if you have folks uh, coming from the north that are gardeners. Yeah, right. And they uh, rhubarb. Oh yeah. Because rhubarb is so invincible <laughs> up there. It is. And they 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 say, why don't we have any rhubarb at the land? That's reason. And if you tell them, well, the first ninety degree day it just <laughs> dissolves. They just don't believe it. Yeah. But, but it does. And hostas. Oh yeah, hostas. <laughs> well, there, there they don't dissolve the yeah the slugs and snails take them yeah. out. Yeah, in Tennessee, the, uh, my mother had some over by our privacy fence. Didn't do anything to them, and those stupid things lasted for years. Hmm. Pretty too, and uh, but you get a hosta down here. <laughs> I never forget what my one of my best buddies that does radio at one time was going to help me find some new plants. Okay. And he said, you ought to recommend hosta. Says, hey, we, 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 you could grow some pretty hostas down here. So I went over and talked to John Fannick. I said, why haven't we promoted hostas? He said, not no, but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> said the snail will eat those suckers. Yeah, y'all have talked about the snails and a you, lot with those. You will have hosta, you will have holy hostas. <laughs> Well, no, because you put them in containers, and they will, let's see, it takes them one day to find them in the ground. It takes them two days to find them in the containers. And once they eat holes in the leaves, they they won't recover. And I mean, they eat the hell out of them. Uh, We got uh, a guy up in, uh, uh, Keith Hanson, you know Keith. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's trying to grow and claims that he's got some hostas up around Tyler that he'd been fooling around with that uh, doesn't have that problem. You know what I say to that, Mr. Yeah, that's what I figured you'd say. Yeah. Hey, 
Uh, have you still got this article that you wrote yesterday in the paper on uh, tomatoes? Do I still have it? Yeah. I need for you to send it to me so I can put it on Plant Answers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's a very thorough article. Uh, it's in yesterday's paper, but a lot of people don't take paper, newspaper anymore. So uh, it's a thorough article. Those of us that write for the paper prefer to say some people don't take the yeah, paper. Yeah, mm. a lot of some people yeah. don't take it. But uh, I thought I would drop that on blandanswers.com. And, uh, with a, so are you with, saying he did a good job? No. No. Did I say that? No. Not in so many words. Uh, <laughs> Not in any words. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good thorough article. It's in yesterday's paper. And he, he says, consider using Red Snapper, Ruby Crush, and HM8849. Uh, in, in addition to the nematode resistant selections, which he mentions, which are celebrity, which we have. That's right. Tycoon. And tycoon. And <laughs> BH968 and Valley Cat. Yeah. Now, that, I'm afraid that's all. <laughs> that's all we got. Uh, the for some reason the. Like I said, I've heard that uh, nematode resistance gene is also uh, related to a low production or less production yield. Oh, okay. So, so uh, that's, so why, that's why the commercial people, where we get our seed from, are not incorporating nematode resistance. Well, when you, look, when you uh, talk about the big picture, you know, when you talk about Defense versus offense. Yeah, that's not an on, uh, <laughs> unlikely uh, situation. Yeah, the uh, uh, but uh, <laughs> what they consider to be lower yields would be make most gardeners extremely happy, uh, and especially in the gardeners that have nematodes. That's right. And the thing about nematodes are we don't maybe we don't emphasize as much as we used to. They're almost impossible to treat. It's a, you you know, the we've used to list some things as treatments, but Baypam. Yeah, and they were. They well, took all the good ones off. Yeah, that actually worked. And uh, Nemagon. Yeah, well, mm. and you know, you I guess you can do the. Uh, let's see the uh, <laughs> the. Alfalfa, kind of the 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 winter greens. Yeah, there's a you know Cele- couple of plant green, uh, options, but they're I mean, but they're not cereal, right? Yeah, they're not they're not a uh, thorough. Yeah, they just kind of decreases the population. Yeah, or maybe prevents it from expanding more than it would normally. <laughs> no, what so. expands it more than normal is when they people use rototillers and go through. A, they have to be. A, Either washed down into a new area, or they can be carried on uh, metal instruments, shovels, or rototillers. Or the old, uh, you can leave the old roots in the in place oh, and, yeah. and have that go. But uh, anyhow, Jerry mentioned the, the varieties Valley Cat, BHN 968, Tycoon, and Celebrity. We've got 
tycoon and celebrity here for sure uh, that are nematode resistant. So those are two good varieties. So you you, you can uh, even if you have a uh, infected nematode infected part of your garden. That's usually what happens. You have part of your garden. You can uh, go ahead and plant fall tomatoes. You remember why they took uh, Nemagard off the market, don't you, Milton? No. I've told it several times. They found out that they, the, kit, the product itself made the factory workers sterile. Oh, that's a problem. And so my wife went out and bought all available <laughs> supplies. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> took it off the market, Milton. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go there. 210-308-8867. That's our number, 210-308-8867. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I'll, I'll ask the guys about on the Chayote squash. Uh, oh, man. I know. I'm high on this stuff now. Joe's giving me some tips on how to plant it. So I'll, I'll uh, see what... I'll see what you, you think. To forget well, it. try to do Why? it. Be, try to do it before Christmas. Generally, it's okay. tough to get a, a yeah. yield. Oh, Oh, dear. I'm waiting till he eats it. Why? Does it not taste? No. Oh, okay. It's not like a squash. Okay, we'll see. If you knew Maybe all if the, you'd put enough bacon If you knew all the stuff, it did. You'd, you'd, you'd like it. All right. Back in a moment, 210-308-8867. This is Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer. Back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Tell you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control again. Now the sun's out. The mosquitoes are going to be out, too. And uh, with the Spider-Man Into Care Mosquito Trapping System, you can have a system in place to help get rid of those mosquitoes. Uh, Warren Remy and Spider-Man brought this to town a little while back, and uh, their, their customers love it. Uh, it's a... It, it's always working. Millburgers uses it. They use it at Disney World and other places. But you can go to GoSpiderManPest.com to learn more about it. GoSpiderManPest.com. You'll learn about all the things that they do with Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. You'll learn all about the discounts they have for uh, for seniors and military. You'll learn about uh, their credentials and stuff like that. So check it out. GoSpiderManPest.com. Uh, your web of protection since 19... 19- um, 1986, sorry. Uh, is that right? Wait. No, 1976. Yeah, yeah 70. thank you. Uh, two, two years after I came. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is that coincidence, or did you bring... No, I, we, I started. Did, did you? I didn't yeah, know that. You don't, you don't talk him. about that a lot. Yeah, I know. Well, let's see. And by 1989, when I got here, they figured uh, it would take me... Five or six years to undo what he had done. That's, oh, what, Codner, okay. that's what Sam Codner used to say. <laughs> when the South Texas Vegetable Day show closed yeah. uh, about three years after I'd been there, Codner used to say, hell, that's been going on 25 years until uh, Par- Parsons got here. <laughs> <laughs> he shut it down. <laughs> hey. uh, no, he, he would mean to me. Oh, and Spider-Man's number, by the way, 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. 
210-656-3721. All right. One of Speak- the main points there was that uh, if you got an issue, yeah, they'll talk. Uh, yeah. Their experts will talk to you about it and come up with a, a solution that's technically uh, appropriate and also meets your needs. Yeah. If you got pets or whatever it is that you're trying to protect. Or, Absolutely. Uh, I get him to spray my pets. <laughs> With it when you know they ride in the yard. Is right. that why I don't recognize your, your <laughs> schnauzers anymore? But do you, you seldom have fleas if you let Spider Man mm-hmm. spray your pets? I didn't know that. Yeah. I hope Spider Man may have <laughs> I to call. Think he'll probably, I don't he'll think probably so. Yeah. That, no. that may be just something he does for you. Uh, yeah, probably so. So here's. I request it. On the, uh, oh, well, and it's it's only accidentally because he's spraying Jerry for <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the cockroaches that he well, carries around true, in his yeah. pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if it's Chayote or Chayote. Is it Chayote? Chayote. Chayote. Okay. The the squash. So what? Um, no. Uh, Joe's recommended oh, said he, that what he recommended was planting the whole fruit, which it's technically a fruit. That's it's right. A, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So he said, just plant the whole fruit. Don't bird, Don't plant the seeds because the seeds take too long. Yeah. Okay. You just plant the seed. How do you plant the it's whole? It's got fruit? a little mouth on it. It does. The, the fruit itself. All right. One one side looks like a little mouth. Okay. And uh, the other side is attached to the stem. But uh, you bury that uh, that fruit. Just below the mouth. I can see an FBI investigation now. <laughs> the chi- chiote uh, conspiracy. No, I, I don't think so it you, lasts that long. So you. So does that mean when you say you bury it just below the mouth, everything is yeah. in the soil except for the mouth, pretty much? Well, above, mouth and above. Oh, mouth and above is. Yeah, it's. Uh, you're looking at a. Okay, I should have brought one. <laughs> I, yeah, thank you. Oh, I got you. Oh, okay. But it, the sprout comes out the mouth. How weird is that? <laughs> and it'll just come out. It'll take it a while to come out, but uh, okay. it's small. It's just a little stem. Yeah. So you say, oh, this is cute little Mean, plant. Meanwhile, your uh, <laughs> calabasa can be right. about 42 feet uh. <laughs> down uh, out there growing with uh, one, squa- yeah, yeah. one squash every foot. Oh. Did he send you recipes? Yes. Didn't it use a lot of bacon? And I haven't looked at them yet. I didn't, well, I, didn't look I guarantee at the recipes you. Yet. There's a lot of bacon. And, okay. uh, Did you tell him the degrees that the oven had to be? Uh, the, no. And about the, if, the, if it starts on fire, you put right, the fire right. out? Uh, I don't think it, uh, uh, Unlike, okay, unlike uh, our pecan pie, uh, it won't be edible <laughs> after you burn it. I'm going to just do a random recipe. <laughs> Okay, let's see. I get the sautéed. Is that yeah? Does that count? In what? Let's see. Uh, butter. Uh huh. Well, that's not horrible. <laughs> you sauté a lot of things in butter. You sauté onions in okay, butter. Okay, go ahead. Anything in butter. butter. Let's see. Squash, butter, shallots, garlic, salt. Uh-huh. And that's it. Uh, maybe uh, garnish it with Parmesan cheese. Yeah, that would be helpful, too. Okay. And if you can rake that Parmesan cheese off of that fruit. Just enjoy the Parmesan. Just, just enjoy the Parmesan. I don't know. You're so down. <laughs> well, that would be better for you if you didn't put all that stuff on uh, there and you just ate it like the yeah. summer squash. Of course, I always even put a little 
butter on the yeah. and the squash. <laughs> and you and the neat thing about it is you won't be complaining about uh, overproduction. Because you hope to God it never produces another fruit oh. that you have to eat. It's just sad. So this, is not, <laughs> this is not a good container plant. <laughs> what, have, what have you ever seen that had that many benefits to it, so-called, Yeah, that's ever been worth eating? I don't know. It, it really has a lot of benefits. I know it. I'll Did try. see the mist flower? Yep, Calvin's <laughs> yelling at people about the mist flower now. And now they're getting scared. What's he? What's he saying? They don't understand. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free eight eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Calvin likes to yell at the customer. I know it. Either put that down. Don't don't you drop that. Lisa's not kids. I was looking at what they were loading their trailer with, and obviously they're. After butterfly plants, so I, yeah. I just had to holler at them. Uh, go no, we noticed that. Enjoyed them. And our audience did too. Yeah, <laughs> everybody did. Ah, people driving. What? 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 What's he yelling at? All right. All right. Two one zero. I bet Trace thinks it's better than me hollering at the kids. Probably yeah, so. It's better than that. And I, the I cat. Think, I think they may have secretly enjoyed it because they kind of set those those pumpkins up. <laughs> Exactly within eye shot for and you. Don't, don't forget the cat. They could have put them over there where you couldn't see them, but no, the cats. What about the? You cats? notice I've, oh. ne- <laughs> I've not, n- never brought Tilly back after the the deal with the cat. Yeah, you know? I just. You don't remember the cat, Beth? I do remember the cat. Uh, <laughs> I understand the cat is very happy and uh, living, living a great life. Milton was taking up the equipment here, and it was always. The cat, cat did not was like laying it. over there. Yeah. So the biter cat. Yeah. Oh. And so Milton would always shoo the cat away before he got the wire out. Sometimes that worked. Sometimes it didn't. Well, what made made me nervous was the the kids. The, yeah, yeah, the five yeah. year olds. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the cat is. I didn't care. Well, the I cat is with a nice family. Say, I didn't and care. Very Milton happy. got. Thank you, Calvin. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that's right. (laughs) Okay, this week in the garden. This weekend. He's changing the subject. That doesn't happen that often, does it? No, it it doesn't. Hey, by the way, we got a lot of tomato questions toward the end of the show, so if you wanted to call in with those tomato questions, now would be a great time. Oh, we, we need a take ju- we need a jingle for that. This week in the garden. This week in the garden. This week in the garden. I wonder. I would like to make a little survey. I guess I'll ask one of the st- staff on uh, if we had any response to the ten dollar half whiskey barrel size uh, container. No, you'll have to ask. You need to. Okay. Yeah, but I bet most people don't know about that. Annette is on the line and, and at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. Trace is probably happy about that. Yeah. Hi, Annette. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Well, I've been Uh-oh. loving this, this rain. We need it so badly. Um, How much rain did you I'm get? Being, Do you um, know? Well, I, I haven't gone out. I, I don't go out when it's this hot. I pretty much hibernate. I'm the opposite of a bear. I hibernate in the summertime. <laughs> um, You're a very smart one. <laughs> I live pretty much downtown, a little bit on the southeast side. And last I saw, it was four inches. So I'm happy. I'm really wow, happy. Oh, yeah. This is the Annette that has never had Martins. <laughs> I've been trying for 30 oh, years hey, and have never sure. had Martins. <laughs> Still, uh, even after I this year? I just to update you. 
and I yeah. still have no martins, but I have plenty of sparrows in my houses. There you go. I Great. Think, are you working with Jerry on this project? Because uh, that could explain it. <laughs> Not intentionally, but, you know, yeah. whatever. Don't, at least, don't at least that Martin's leaving, aren't they, Calvin? Aren't there Martin's? <laughs> how, lo- how long are Martin's here? They're here. Well, I, don't I, I generally, my rough calendar is March 1 to uh, July 15. That's what. I don't think when Annette months? bought the house, she dreamed of having it filled with happy uh, sparrows. <laughs> yeah, my, oh, my yeah. neighbor behind me, I told you about her. She she has two dilapidated, fall-down houses, and they are full every year of Martins. And I bought brand-new gourds. You know, I have everything. <laughs> nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I did that, too. we got to fix that. we got to figure out what the problem is. Well, about. you know what we can do. If you're if you're uh, interested, Uh-oh. we'll take a. Uh, I'll bet I'll bet Kyle will uh, be willing to meet meet us at the uh, store over there and talk about your Martins for the next year. If you want to do that, what you gonna yeah, do? I, I've tried the 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 Dom song. Um, I've, I've put it at different heights. I've moved it to different. Uh-huh. You know, so they'll have open areas to to fly in to fly out. Yeah, um, I, I bet you a quarter there's some o- obvious uh, Ooh, reasons that. Take the bet in that. Uh, <laughs> and that uh, <laughs> one, of the, one of the experts from, uh, from, from Wild the Birds. Uh, Wild Birds will uh, be able to anal- uh, diagnose yeah, it. Yeah, we'll have to wait till we get closer yeah. to the uh, thing, to, to March or now? Well, it's a, whenever it's, it's convenient okay. at least, for everybody. At least, something, at least something to join those houses, I guess. But, now, what does your neighbor say? Does she? Is your neighbor giving you any advice on why? Well, no, does she but, say but your, been, na- your houses are too nice? For, I've been researching and studying them for years, and that's what I don't understand. Is hers? Like I said, they're about five foot off the ground. They're falling apart. They're under and around a whole <laughs> bunch of trees. She doesn't have a fly zone. Um, well, there, there's no reason that the Martins go to her house and not not mine. <laughs> I have to admit that the the Martins like my old houses better better than the the new ones. But but it it gets to be uh, each year they get more familiar with it, and I get more in the new houses than I did last year. I think it's something about the older of the the old houses. (laughs) And I've I've heard this. I've heard this. I forget who I heard from, that if you let sparrows, Stay in there. Yeah, you forget while where the you Martin, heard that, huh? While mm-hmm. the Martins are out of town, yeah, and then take <laughs> then take the barrel nest out in February. Yeah. Oh, there's one of yeah. those wonderful barrels. Yeah. <laughs> so, they'll make it seem uh, lived in, right, Jerry? They'll make it yeah, seem right. lived in. They, they they see that it's comfortable. You'll have to ask your neighbor if that's what they do, because <laughs> Jerry can't recall where he heard that. Exactly, yeah, right. Which makes me a little sounds suspicious. good, doesn't it? Okay, we're going to fix this for you, Annette. <laughs> Thank All you. Right. But I have I have a question about my, my ficus benjamina. All of a sudden this year, and I, I've had it for several years, but it now has spider mites and scale, and I've been spraying it with neem oil and um, uh, um, uh, what's a soap? The, the, yes, there's a soap. Uh, yeah. Can you hear okay, Trace? Spin, spin, what, is, yeah. Yeah. Good. what is the plant so, so. again? Ficus tree. Uh, oh, a ficus benjamina. So, right. so there's no good product on the market for spider mites. 
We'll start with okay. that. Scale, scale, yes. There's a number of insecticides that are systemic. Uh, okay. But ficus is super temperamental. So <laughs> yeah, just yeah. turning it around in the same spot, much less moving it and spraying it with an insecticide, could cause it to shed every leaf it's got. Is it, in, is it inside? Oh, no. It's outside. It's basically on a sun porch. It gets bright light all day, good humidity, good breeze. Wow blowing through. I have tons of houseplants out there. Nothing else has it except all of a sudden this this uh, this ficus does. And I even squish the all the scale off with my fingers and then spray it with the, the uh, spinosad soap. Um, and so far it hadn't burned the ficus. I've done it maybe three treatments and it's just not it, they're they're all on the new growth. The, 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 um, and the spider, spider mites are on the inside of the tree. Mites are basically born pregnant this time of year. Wait a minute. Basically. Shame on you. Basically. So, pregnancy in, in actuality, it might, <laughs> it might be beneficial for it to defoliate. Uh-oh. Okay. That, that would be uh, sad. I understand, uh, but that may be your best shot at getting rid of the mites. Then what would you... Okay. Uh, uh, Would you spray with the seaweed ec- extract after the defoliation? <laughs> Trace? Uh, Twice yeah. a week. <laughs> I think maybe she got it out on the patio out there. Yeah. Uh, just a strong stream of water. Go I've out done that. Go I, bla- out I, blast, on, on... I blast the hell out of it every time I water it. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's there our kind go. of gardener. <laughs> that, that helps. <laughs> Well, uh, the seaweed extract is basically that too, except yeah. it's a little bit of fertilizer. But, yeah, uh, I use I use a fish, the fish emulsion, and uh, what, yeah. what he's getting yet, at, I, what Calvin's getting at is uh, it has a tendency to make the cell walls thicker. And okay. if you can make the cell walls thicker, the mite can't stick his little doodad in and suck out the oh, chlorophyll. Ew. That's kind of sad. Um, so okay. it doesn't ki- it doesn't kill him or anything, but it makes Burr. the plant less uh, <laughs> desirable. Yeah, it's, it's okay. basically oh. they're born pregnant. Is that right? Y- yes. <laughs> They are this time of year, I swear. <laughs> I swear. I think, I think he's, he's been watching those bites. Okay. I, th- I think he's picking on you because the basically part. <laughs> I, I think he feels like he's either they're you're pregnant you're... or they're not. There's no basically. <laughs> but I'm just speaking for him. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Sure. What, what would the words All you right. be using? Uh, they're pregnant. <laughs> they are pregnant. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank, thank you all very much. Good sure. luck. We'll talk to you again. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Trace? What's this bright thing I, in the sky? I almost not forgot what it looked like. Yeah. It was like Noah's Ark around here at points yesterday. <laughs> yeah, what did we? It really, it's been since Monday. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yesterday was the, the worst. Yeah. Was it? So we, we did some drainage control this morning to see if we can't make uh, oh, that's a little a good more idea. bearable. Hmm. Well, Trace, yeah, it was be- coming down when we came back. When I came back to test stuff, it was, I came back twice. One was bright and sunny, and everybody was happy, and their the parking lot was full of cars. and And then I came back at about four forty-five, and everybody was st- stuck on the porch. <laughs> Poor Peter was letting people come on, come on, get off the porch, get off the porch. Come on, it's okay, it's okay. It was like Noah's Ark. It was like Noah's Ark. I, I came up with my umbrella. Nobody was leaving their cars. They were waiting for it. It's San Antonio rain, though. In 10 minutes, it was done. 
I had I had one of the, the cashiers that grabbed one of the big umbrellas and walked people to their car. Oh, oh that was nice. nice. It was. Yeah, good for them. I just I just laughed at them as I walked with my big umbrella to the to the two store. I had one customer ask if she could have T-shirt bags. She tied them to her feet so that her shoes would. Oh, get that was there smart. And uh, I saw somebody ask for a trash bag too. Yeah. To make their own little poncho. Yeah. So that's okay. Two of them by the time it was said and done. I think oh, okay. I think Trace is wrong about there's nothing that controls Spider-Man. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because my best buddy, Neil Sperry. Yeah. Sulfur? He, well, no. <laughs> okay. He, when he always talks, he talks about spider mites to be on the lookout for them. And then he says, if you if you got them, uh, contact your local re- hotel nurse or your retail nurseryman and get the approved insecticide or mites. What, what's that? <laughs> we didn't say. I don't he know. doesn't okay. ever say. All right. Well, well I, I want to write him back and say, are you crazy? You can't get rid of those spider mites. Well, well, I'll bet it's on, it's on the label. Uh, it's on the label of some insecticide. Yeah, yeah. Control. Ma- Malathion. Control. It says control. Oh. Oh, there, Calvin. There's one Don't of your queens on the monitor. Yes. The queens I, on a milk. I have another question. What do we have of the Cora XDR Binka? Some of them. Do we have Probably about a third of them out there. And XDR. the XDR stands for Ex- extra disease resistance? Extreme disease resistance. Oh, wow. I don't know. That's really an it E, I guess. E. All right. Well, we'll go with your version. <laughs> right, before you guys talk about more, more about mites, Trace, what do we got? Have we got anything new on butterfly plants? we got a, a ton of uh, tropical milkweed. Look at the tray. Look at uh, the uh, There's the queen butterfly right there. That salvia, I saw them on this morning. And a mist flower they were just sleeping yeah. on also. Do we have any of the porterweed left? No. Okay. Not, not for a lack of trying. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's see, what else? Oh, and we don't have, oh, my, you know, the that uh, milkweed, the native milkweed uh, butterfly weed that we had. Yeah. You had a ton of uh, the small plants Key, a while back. Keyword was had. And uh, there, mine is booming up a storm. And it's just covered with... Uh, did you buy one of those new ones that we'd gotten in? That, yes, I did. The white... And how's it doing? It's uh, The plant looks nice, and, uh, and it's blooming, small white blooms. Uh, not as... It's close to uh, the porterweed and close to the tropical milkweed, so it's not getting the same attention that those, those plants are. But it is an attractive plant, and it's kind of neat to have another native milkweed in the landscape so what trace is talking about he's kind of cruised the the market out there and whenever uh one of the many milkweeds is available and there aren't there usually aren't a lot of plants but he's he's latched onto them so you can count on us to, and that's why i was asking to make sure he hadn't gotten something there that i missed well, this morning they were all on the, that blue salvia that we got in the ad. Oh, yeah. the... Uh, I was going to ask where and, that is. And I saw them on the sweet almond verbena. So that thing has kicked into bloom, huh. and there were tons of them on that. And they, we saw them on the mist flower, and then now now we're seeing some move move over here to the tropical milkweed. So... Yeah, where is this April night metal? Over here, he can show that to you in a second. We got to take a quick break. While we do, oh, okay. give us a call. Sue, don't go anywhere. You're up next on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. One, two, three, four. 
Two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. What is that right so? And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, real quick. Uh, Calvin was talking about Wild Birds Unlimited, and that's a perfect example. When I say that they're problem solvers at Northwest Military and Hebner Road, that's it. So take them, take Annette. It's perfectly uh, within what they do to, to take that situation where you've got, you know, your neighbor has wild has uh, Martins and you don't. And it's been two years. Help let them solve that problem for you and figure it out. And uh, as Calvin's willing to bet a quarter, <laughs> and that's a lot for Calvin, I but re- they'll do it. I recommend going over to the neighbor's house when the Martins come in and <laughs> gunning them down, you know. Yeah. And uh, after they see a few That's your fall answer off. to everything. <laughs> At least he didn't say falconry. Yeah. Oh, like, take okay. Take up falconry. And well, yeah, Wild Birds work. Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner Road has a solution you'll they like. They will. A little more. It will attract uh, the hawks. Uh, yeah. So give them a call, <laughs> 210-479-BIRD. Or if you are just trying to bring nature to your yard or just enjoy nature more with binoculars and stuff like that, they can help you. Uh, they've got the, the, the CDs, too. She mentioned the Dawn songs. That was kind of cool. I've heard them talk about that, too, at Wild Birds Unlimited. Talk to Kyle. Talk to Bill. Talk to anybody over there. Actually, and you can even talk to other people that are just customers. They'll yeah, talk to I'm you as well. if I'm walking in or something, I'll be glad to talk to you. Yeah. Jeff, if it, <laughs> I don't think you're allowed in there. No. You're, you, get, you get the special. And when Jerry goes in, they put this uh, special yeah, reflecting un- uh, coat on. Jerry's <laughs> opening up Sparrows Unlimited next door. I, right. I think that's where I heard that about letting the sparrows. Uh, sparrows in. Unlimited. And, and, and no, in the into the Martin houses while the Martin. I don't. Gone. I don't think that's and where you heard it. the next season, no, Martin will realize there's been something in there. I wouldn't trust that. Just keep thinking. I'm not sure that's where you heard it. Oh. Like, so I it's Robbers Unlimited, Northwest Military at <laughs> Hebner Road. Easy phone number, two one zero four seven nine bird two one zero four seven nine bird. All right, Sue. Thank you for waiting. It. Calling us at 210-308-8867. What's going on, Sue? Yes, sir. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I have a very large crepe myrtle. It was planted by the pre- previous owner, so it's probably about 20 years old. And we have a story-and-a-half house, and it's really as tall as the roof, the highest <laughs> port, part of the roof. And the blooms, the and blooms are white, right? No, they're pink. Oh, good. <laughs> so yeah. But, like, it's so big, first of all, I can't even see the blooms. And second of all, we're going to have to have our roof replaced, and they're sort of hanging over the roof. And so I wanted to trim it back, but I know that you all always talk about crepe, not you specifically, but I hear about what they call crepe murder. And I'm like, is it okay for me to commit crepe murder on this very oh. big tree. You yeah, yes. yes. You Your house is worth more than that crepe myrtle. Well, hey. but in, in a crepe <laughs> myrtle are uh, they're easy, rebound. Yeah. yeah. You can cut them right to the uh, ground and uh, yeah, and they'll be back. So you, What's you got the best all the time of year to, you need, to do that? Like Trace said. What's well, the best time of year to do it? There's no good time to do it, but if you were going to do it, I'd probably do it like at the end of February, early March. Mm-hmm. Mm, but you okay. could do it now. If you need to do it, 
for the sake of your roof. Well, I mean, they're 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 going to do yeah, they're going to do the roof either September or October, and I just kind of wanted to have everything unrestricted for them, but I didn't want to hurt the tree. I mean, it is a very nice, healthy tree. So well, you can't see the blooms because they're so high. No, I can't. I can't see you them. You need to get some binoculars you're so not, you can enjoy them. You're not going to kill that tree. <laughs> so you do okay. what you got to do to protect your house. Okay. What is that? Right. We'll forget about the murder aspect. What do you think yeah. it is? Is it Tuskegee or? Uh, well, she said pink, so I'm gonna have to go Bashams. Yeah, I bet. Oh, it's you're right. Yeah, that could be that, that old, that large too. Yeah. That's a good one. One other quick question. I don't know if you have time sure. for it. Is it possible to to propagate a bride, pride of Barbados uh, bush? Pride of Barbados. So the yeah. Even, even the growers don't do what you're wanting to do. They grow up by seed. Yeah. So oh, what you so do you, is let you them. Can, it, no. I'm sorry. You, should, you shouldn't. Seeds yeah. seeds the way to go. Well, so yeah. you wait for bloom to finish. It'll look like a like a bean pod. You mm-hmm. Wait for that thing to turn brown, mm-hmm. and once it's mm-hmm. turned brown, you can pick it, put it in a paper bag, put it in a warm place, and that thing will bust open. And when it busts open, you can go replant those seeds, yeah. or save oh, them for the okay. next year. One of you the don't most, have to like uh, core them or do anything no, to them. No, no. No. One okay. of the most uh, popular and uh, prolific propagators of plant material has tried to root that stupid thing. Because every now and then you see a solid red one. I got one in my neighborhood, and uh, you can't you can't root them. Oh, they're, they're, okay. The, okay. The stems are uh, almost hollow, and okay. they they, well, they, well, die, they die out even if even in a mist bed. That's well, why well, we'll generally when Jerry makes now. those kind of claims, there's a whole bunch of people that go out there to disprove them, but they, they yeah. haven't been able to do it they so won't far do on, it that, on that plant. <laughs> mm-hmm. All righty. Okay, thank you so much, and have a great uh, day. Thanks, Bye-bye. you too. All right, 210-308-8867. Uh-oh, someone wants to thank Calvin. Uh-oh. Well, we've run out of time, Christy, uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi, Christy, what's going on? Hey, this is Christy Summers with Guardian Volunteers of South Texas, and Calvin is such a special person, and I just wanted to personally thank him for opening up our show that we had at June 26th at Trinity Glen Rose for our 2021 Water Saver Landscape Spring Tour this year. He gave so many of our club, people that watched the video uh, in the webinar uh, so many great ideas and hints and tips. And we just want to personally thank him for always being there for us, always giving everybody in the community great advice. Um, I just enjoy him so much. (laughs) Yeah, and I I just really wanted to take the minute to thank you personally. That was nice of her. Thank you. Yeah, I I think I'll go ahead and ask for a raise from Elton. (laughs) Oh, that was great. Uh, All of us here, including Milberger's Nursery, are completely supportive of the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas and the Master Gardeners and yeah. uh, uh, the good work. We want everybody to be a successful gardener, and we want it to be environmentally appropriate gardening, too. A successful, a successful customer keeps on doing it. Yeah. Yeah. A successful customer gives up. But, Christy, that was nice what? that you called because there, you know, there are probably that others again. that think that that didn't reach out, yeah. so you speak for them, too. So yeah, thank a lot you. Of, a yes, lot of absolutely. Of, uh, well, he's a special person, and we just want to make sure everybody knew that. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Don't Thank ever, you, don't, don't ever call in again like that. <laughs> it's okay, Christy. <laughs> call in all you want. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks. Okay. You too. Thank you. Have I already okay. asked, is Bye-bye. there such a thing as a hawk house? A hawk house? Oh, yeah. I think you did when we were talking before. You wanted to. I want to track some hawks. There was ways to do that. They, I don't think there was a house, but there were things that you could do to make your. I was thinking of the. Of course, the owls are easier to get the nest in. Yeah. A house. Yeah. I already got an owl. Okay. But, but yeah, hun- they only hunt at night. I want to... Oh, you want day and night hunting. Yeah. All right, right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Uh, We're at the studio uh, today, but we'll be back in a moment on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, as we go right back to Nancy now. Nancy, thank you so much for waiting. How can we help you? We've got an extra special good answer for you right now. I hope so. I keep missing the uh, crepe myrtle information. We purchased uh, some uh, crepe myrtles a few years ago. This is the first year that I've had what I call that full crepe myrtle blossom. Now, the leaves on these uh, bushes are like a pink-green area, and the ones that now have these full blossoms are green, uh, you know, the regular green color. So what would be the problem with this uh, off colors to these bushes? Okay, do they, uh, are they, <laughs> is, it, uh, is are the different color leaves on the same plant? Uh, yes, okay. uh, but one is fully that pink, light green uh, leaves to one bush that's not really doing well at all. Okay. But the other one is okay, right? That yeah, it's a com- yeah, it's got a combination of both. Now, they've grown tall, uh, which is really something. But, again, like I say, they've got different colored leaves depending upon which branch it's on. Yeah. What, what Do you remember what varieties there are? Or varieties? No. No, sir. No. You got them at a nursery, right? We got them at a nursery, and initially, uh, as I look out, some of them are just a small little crepe myrtle blossom type thing, but they're a combination of uh, pink and dark pink and white hmm. combination. But I don't know uh, anything more. But, but I thought but the I would big tall find plant, out. And the, you get, you say the big tall one has a white blooms on it. No, it's a the the color bloom is a combination of a sprinkling of white on the dark pink color. Wow. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what that could be. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, are they both in the same sunlight? In other words, is one in the shade and one in the sun? I think, I, I think one is shaded more than the other, and I think the other issue is I think they get the afternoon sun but not the morning sun. Oh, yeah. So that well, would interfere. Well, they should be a stab. How, how old are they? Oh, they've got to be a good five years old. Oh, okay. So they're well established. Yes. The only thing I could think of uh, is uh, 
they they how do how you fertilize them? Just when you fertilize your lawn? Um, I actually ran out of it. Some crepe myrtle uh, fertilizer I was putting on it. Okay. Finally, I mean, I, this <laughs> this past year. <laughs> okay, I want you to uh, get a product called uh, Iron Plus. Iron Plus. Yeah, it's a granular. Uh-huh. And it has uh, nitrogen in it and also has uh, a lot of iron in it. Uh-huh. And so you're, I think you're describing uh, maybe a little iron chlorosis. Okay. Uh, but, uh, and sprinkle that around and all out to the drip line of the tree. Okay. And, and then water it in. Okay. And that, now the that, other... that'll give you some nitrogen. Uh, for the plant to start growing again. Okay. Do you notice how much new growth it puts on every year? New um, new leaves and everything? Is it not really? Just uh, not much. No. Yeah, not not a lot. Not okay. a lot. I think it's there. I think it's low in nitrogen and and maybe having a little iron chlorosis. Now the other question I have is where these blooms are the. Uh, the limbs are way bent over. Will they spring back once the blooms are out? Uh, <laughs> it's like bent over. Does it have a lot of uh, seed pods on it from last not year? Seed, not seed pods, just uh, the blooms from this year. Oh, good. Well, it really bloomed well this year, but uh, those yeah. blo- those blooms, big clusters of blooms like that, can weight branches down. Okay. But like I said... Uh, after they finish blooming, just cut cut the blooms off or the bloom stalks off. Okay. And the limbs should go back up. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Okay. Okay. But go All ahead. Right. Go and ahead and often, fertilize it how, uh, uh, with that iron plus as soon as possible. And how often should they be fertilized besides the iron? <laughs> uh, in the spring, usually we talk about fertilizing. Spring. Okay. All right. See, because you well, got you got to have new growth, which you uh-huh. say you don't have a lot of, right? Uh, to have blooms. Okay, sounds good. All right. Well, thank you very much. Well, Enjoy thank your show. You. Thank you for calling. Bye bye. Yep. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, and toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I sent Joe a, that article on the. Uh, Coyote or coyote squash. So I imagine he'll be calling us very soon. Okay. He's going to be excited about it. I'm excited about it. I want to get some. I want to try it now. It does everything. This thing's a lifesaver. Yeah. Um, you think I it would f- have my fatty liver? I think it would. It says it would. What about my fatty belly? Uh, it says it actually helps with that, too. You should try it. All right. Does it mention sex, Milton? No, it does not. Oh, uh, <laughs> all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, we're getting a little rain here, although yeah. I can't tell. It's like it's coming toward us across the airport, but yeah. I see it on this window, but not on that window, huh. uh, which it doesn't help you if you're listening to the radio. So I see it on the right hand side of your radio, <laughs> but not on the not directly at the radio. <laughs> I. Uh... I've got a you want to finish exciting cal- announcement to make. All right. We just got through talking about crepe myrtle. Yeah. And in uh, that weekly newsletter I get from uh, 
Niels Baer, yeah. he tells his favorite Kramer. Okay. Now that uh, that's saying a lot because uh, you know they've got all those uh, cray myrtles uh, planted up at uh, where is he from? Up at uh, both all uh, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas area. Uh, yeah, Mac McKinney. 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 But anyway, he really he says uh, <laughs> Catawba, the one called Catawba, which is purple. Is the uh, is his favorite? I'll be darned. Yeah, we didn't. It, it did not fare real well in our uh, research efforts. Is that right? Yeah. What happened? What does that mean? It didn't. Well, fare well. it was. Uh, it did not. It look did not uh, put a lot of foliage on. Uh, was not uniform growth, and the, the blooms were. Were just a little disappointing, you know. It was the the purple, and we expected it to perform uh, real well, and it was in in a line with uh, the other colors that all of them had kind of been selected as uh, representative of the best of that color phase. Yeah. And I was real disappointed. I don't know if Jerry remembers this. Well, the, the uh, was that planted out by the. Greenlight place? Yes, it was, yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Right out right around that parking lot. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the uh, How long has that been, Calvin? 30 years? 20 years? 20 at least, yeah. <laughs> I'm showing Calvin. Oh. Uh, the sad thing about it is but I, they, uh, I remember it too. They, they uh, hardly ever, uh, it doesn't matter how long if they're the same <laughs> selection, but... Uh, that, that surprises me. I was that that's good to hear because I was, we were uh, counting on that catalpa, and uh, it was it was one of those that was expected to really perform well. Yeah, he said uh, catalpa was the uh, the first followed by first of the hybrid crape uh, myrtle, followed by Muscogee, Zuni, Pow Pow Powden. I never heard of that. What Nat, was that? P O W H A T A N, Powhatan. I never heard Indian of that. tribe, but uh, yeah, yeah. Natchez, Kiowa, Kato, Kato, Hopi, Comanche, Yuma, Tuskegee, Belusky, <laughs> Simitol, Choctaw, and Potomac, and Wichita, and Tuscarora and hmm. Sioux and eventually Arapaho. <clears throat> By the way, Milton. Yeah. If you noticed any familiar thread among these varieties, mm-hmm. uh, they were all named from Oklahoma. Oh, okay. And it is named after the crepe myrtle introduction for Native American tribes mm-hmm. from his home state and beyond. And then, do I remember correctly that the ones with the uh, the Native American tribe names are the ones that are not susceptible to powder immunity? Powder, okay. I think so. I think all his are that way. Okay. All, all of them. I do. There was a purple that I saw, um, and I guess it was in you know Alta Vista, so it was an older neighborhood, and it was an, it was a deep, rich purple. Yeah. It wasn't very that tall. Good? Yeah, it did look good, but it wasn't very tall. That was what was surprising huh. to me. It was probably maybe five or six feet tall. At oh the yeah, most. that's all it was expected to be. Yeah. Oh, is that the 
Yeah, Catawba. Is that the Catawba? Oh, yeah. okay. Is a medium-sized variety oh. growing 16 to 18 feet tall. How does he describe the blooms? I'll have to look it up on my phone. What did he say? You said 16 feet, Jerry? 16 to 18 feet tall. Oh, oh that's uh, taller than... I thought it was... That's medium? Uh, I thought it was um, um, five to six feet tall. He says, lovely purple color of Catawba translates all the way down to one individual bloom. Uh, but as I, re- as I recall, it seems like they had, uh, the Catawba was not a, in our test and evaluation, uh, the purple was not a good grower. And that's what you were saying. You yeah, saw it, it was green light. All, all those in the line there along the parking lot were yeah. were per- vigorous looking, and then the Catawba was dis- disappointingly, hmm. sca- you know, kind of staggering and uh, yeah. irregular shape. So it seems like they've got some more purples available now. All right. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And let's see, in just a moment, we'll talk to Trace. He's uh, giving us a call, and we'll find out oh, what's good. going on over there at the nursery. And uh, we'll find out kind of, we can find out more about your, uh, what was it, the sage that you wanted to know something about? Right. All right. Hey, you Trace, are. what's going on, man? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How, we're, we're, we're watching the 1604 from our vantage point here. It's... Uh, how, how, how's it? How's everything going? Uh, a little drizzle going on. Um, still got shoppers though. Good, it's yeah. Th- that that always amazes me because yeah, they don't care. <laughs> Tell us about the tomato plants. Yeah. Oh, hold on just a second. <laughs> All right. It's amazing how when he gets on the radio, he always gets yeah. The they they always call him as soon as he gets on the radio. Trace is multitasking yeah, at this yeah. point. And you you take a break about time. Yeah, work. and then he then he finishes up they finishes that, and then we got to take a break. So but let's see. there he is. I so, think you planned for that. Yeah, no, no, no. We we were okay. Well, we were we were talking about how you were multitasking. So yeah, Always. Calvin wants to know about the tomatoes, and Jerry wants to know about the sage. April night meadow sage. So which okay, one? You... So it's a purple salvia. It's really cool looking. Hold on, they're doing me again. <laughs> okay. On the radio. Poor Trace. Uh, All right. Wait. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Want to give the nursery number? No, no. <laughs> yeah, please, please don't. Okay. Fact, uh, email or leave us messages on Facebook. We can try to get back with you. Uh, they're telling me at least two weeks before we get our new phone system. Oh, oh my gosh. Smokes. Wow. Yeah, nature. Uh, nature was picking on Millburgers a yeah. little bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, well, you were talking about the sage, the April, April night, April meadow night meadow sage. I never heard of it. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's a real cool little purple, purplish blue, short-growing south perennial salvia. Think the deer uh, eat it? I would think that they wouldn't. Would not. Right. Right. Yeah. It uh, blooms are pretty. And the pictures on the on the uh, ad page. That's actually a picture of one uh, here, I believe. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so they're that that pretty right now. Now the rain may make the blooms go bad a little faster, but uh, they are yeah. that pretty. They're pretty. 
And we talked about you having Mexican petunia mm-hmm. on sale. Well, let, let's hear about the the tomatoes because that's yeah. a short season. I saw All some right, variety. So we got in uh, Tycoon, Celebrity, and BH968 plus a couple other varieties. They're in four-and-a-half-inch pots, so just like last year for fall, we're not going to do those little six-packs. That's mm. too hard to get started when it's hot. Right. I agree. So we've got we've got some of the uh, <clears throat> nematode-resistant selections. Uh, the, all three, uh, those three that you mentioned are, uh, if anybody that's, has nematode problems. Right. And uh, what, uh, we got good numbers, Trace? I got about 30 flats altogether. Oh, okay. my goodness. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And our, our target uh, has been uh, get them in between the, uh, now and the first or second week in August. First, yep. earlier the better, I guess. Right. Now, as we get closer to August, we'll stop carrying these smaller ones and only go gallon cans. Yeah. They, uh... We don't have to worry about uh, soil moisture, I don't think. Oh, yeah. Pre-irrigation. Not, <laughs> not today, anyway. <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, do you have any, you got Mexican petunias on sale. Do you have yeah. any pinks? Are the pink? No. Okay. No pink or white. Yeah. And got uh, Mexican bird of paradise still on sale. And my favorite, let me say it, Raz and Tutti Frutti. Cranberry Raz and Tutti yeah, Frutti. Yeah, I heard some people when I walked into the nursery earlier, they were looking for it. So Is that right? Yeah, I heard them walking. Did they just want to say Tutti Frutti? I think that they? was, no, I think they wanted to buy it. Say it and buy it. <laughs> but anyway, the, uh, you got a lot of those in, too. Uh, I, we saw several... Uh, uh, employees bringing them to the front on trailers, right? And they're full bloom. I mean, the bloom. Yeah, the bloom y'all got pictures of on the sales deal uh, could have been taken at Melbourne's nursery. So uh, they look look pretty good. And you've got my firecracker fern on. I don't. I think that's a underused plant. Mm. Uh, I do too. <laughs> uh, number three pots regularly twenty four ninety nine. Almost twenty five. Almost twenty five. But not. Uh, on sale for nineteen eighty eight. That's pretty good savings. And uh they've been blooming ever since you brought them in. They have. And uh, <laughs> And uh, they'll 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 only bloom be- more and better as the temperature gets hot. That's true. I think on, that on that note, on that <laughs> note, we got two two other plants in this week that uh, that would interest at least one of them anyway. Uh, I got in some uh, quart sized plumeria. Oh my goodness! The, the cuttings were like a foot tall, give or take. They're real pretty and not very expensive. Only like ten dollars a piece. Hmm. Wow, that's and then, good. And then I got then I got some Lynn's Legacy. Ooh! Oh my goodness! Can't believe how you come up with those. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to prove Milton right on the blooming part. So uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did he say, Milton, that they were that they were blooming? They indicate that the rains might come. Well, I don't know when they came in. Did they come in blooming? No, these came out of Arizona. So oh, all right. Where it's 109 degrees, so uh, yeah. that's that's really great. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, you brought those in. Well, talk talk about Lynn's legacy because it's a beautiful Sunisa. I mean, it's a it's a uh, showstopper. I gotta I gotta run. <laughs> oh, okay. Bye okay. bye. He got the, what did he say? He got the runs. No, he said he had to run. Uh, oh, no, no. oh. Don't, don't he had it, but no, he had to go. Up. He has to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about Lynn's leg. Well, we'll talk about it after the break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardie Road on 9.30 a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer. All right. Now, today uh, may not be a good day to, to go out on your deck. Um, you may get a little wet if you do. Oh, okay. But it may be a great day to call Barry Hagendorf at Deck and Patio Care and uh, find out if uh, they can help you to make that deck look n- new again. Uh, this is what they do over there at Deck and Patio Care. And Barry Hagendorf has been doing this since the mid-'80s and really is considered, he won't tell you this, but I will. You could ask him. I guess if you ask him, he'll tell you. But that is that uh, these guys, this is, he's a national expert on this kind of stuff. And um, you want to help him. And, and what I recommend people do is go to the website, deckandpatiocare.com, because you can see the before and after. So if you've listened to Barry's commercial, you've heard him say it really can look new again. That picture will show you how it really can look new again. If it's faded, if it's kind of uh, just doesn't have that life it did when you got it, uh, give him a call and let him take care of it for you. The number 822-210-822-9147, 210-822-9147, or as simple as going to deckandpatiocare.com. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf, 210-308-8867, the number to call. Did Trey say, I'm trying to remember now, which varieties of tomatoes he had, or did he have to go? Yeah. What, what did he say? Which ones? I didn't Tycoon, okay. Celebrity, BHN 968, and some others. He okay. Didn't, he didn't say which. But all those that Calvin mentioned are nematode resistant. Good. And uh, so you were talking about his article. Uh, Calvin's article on tomatoes. Did you want to go back to that? Do you remember that? Huh? Jerry? Huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a complete... <laughs> I think you covered everything about it in it, uh, Calvin, didn't you? And, uh, and maybe we should just remind people why we're talking about... Uh, you know, we've got uh, some of the tomato plants, I think, are probably looking still uh, pretty good. But... If you got uh, set more than uh, five or six, kind of look through, and I'll bet you've got some spider mites. Oh, no. And uh, it's just as likely to be growing uh, uh, fungus as it is to be uh, producing a lot of tomatoes. So I think I think I think we can say safely say that. Uh, in terms of uh, most of the time, you're going to get more production if you plant a new fall planting than if you carry th- through with the uh, yeah, spring uh, planting. Especially if you've got heirlooms. 
if you've been growing heirloom tomatoes and you've got a good sized plant now, like 12, 15 feet tall, and no tomatoes on there, it ain't going to do better this fall. So uh, we recommend the determinate or uh, semi-determinate plants for the fall because they go ahead and uh, grow up and uh, and they have uh, they have lots of tomatoes and high-quality tomatoes. The uh, <laughs> I was reading an article. I won't get into that. Okay. <laughs> About the Texas A&M tomato breeding program. Oh. Which we have tested in our fields along with the tomato varieties that we uh, test for the uh, uh, rodeo tomatoes. Uh, five years in a row, four to five years in a row. And they're the only tomato variety that we've ever tested that had no tomatoes on it. Oh, the ones that they've... Ch oh. Yeah. Oh, so maybe it's just not good for this area. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they show a picture in this article of tomatoes that they harvested out at Uvalde. And uh, ugliest tomatoes you ever saw in your oh. life. They look like heirlooms. Oh, maybe they are. Are they not? Uh, they're not supposed to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and Calvin, I think Calvin mentioned in about potting them up at this time of the year uh, by tr good, nice transplant. They're in four and a half inches, Trey said. And uh, you can pot those up rather easily. Really, I didn't. But, Jerry, you can get a, the, <laughs> all that information on plantanswers.com. Well, that's true. You and I have written about it uh, yeah. many times. So you can I, you can look up, uh, what would you look up? You wouldn't look up tomatoes. You would do search for tomatoes. You're going to find a lot of stuff on oh, okay. tomatoes. Uh, would you look up fall tomatoes or, uh, uh, let's see. Potting up? Potting up. Oh, yeah. Should Maybe. Should uh, but be the, <laughs> quite a few articles like that. The reason... Uh, we talk about doing it in the spring, of course, is to be have a have have the tomatoes growing during cooler weather, and a, and you're able to protect them from hail and uh, I guess this year freeze. You know, because some people I think it was Benny Billy got some tomatoes before yeah. the freeze. Yeah, I think so too. I and think protected them, and they produced. Yeah. He sent us pictures. I think his were. He was he was able to get tomatoes earlier than most because uh, he planted them before the freeze and protected yeah. them. Yeah, that's a uh, and uh, those were the he, it was a celebrity. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. And uh, those were the first ones that uh, Millburgers got in before the freeze was a uh, celebrity. I think that's always the first one. And uh, I don't think it, I don't know if they had any tycoons early or not. But anyway, we usually talk about it in the early spring to protect them from cold and hail and everything else. But uh, our buddy Bill McReynolds uh, came up with it because he used to garden in the sand out in Wilson County. And uh, 
he came up with the idea of growing them in pots in the fall, growing them in a larger root system, uh, have a larger root system, which is a lot easier to establish in that sand in Wilson County. But the good thing about it now, that was before Millburgers and some of them start selling in gallon containers. But uh, you can buy those gallon containers, even though they cost a little more, but they you'll probably get 100% survival. Mm. So uh, that they'll be coming with the same good variety. Well, and it's uh, another point we bring up in the article, and we've talked a lot about uh, is uh, growing tomatoes in containers. You're right. Yeah. And I I just had a, a great year uh, in those uh, plastic containers that were the size of half whiskey barrels. Gosh, oh, yeah. that's it's uh, you know if you got a simple drip system, it's so much easier to grow them like that, and they they really uh, perform well. So you might want to try that if you uh, want something different. And Kevin actually puts a price in here. Some nurseries offer the containers for ten dollars. And you know what they are three for? If you buy three, you know how much they cost. Thirty dollars. There you go, Mister. That's good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, there's several ways to do it. Now, with all that said, with all this rain we've had, I bet some people. Have a lot of have some tomato plants left. You know they look pretty good. They don't have spider mites, and uh, they've actually got blooms, and actually got uh, small tomatoes on. So, uh, ain't no way in hell we're going to convince those people oh, to, yeah, to pull, pull those plants up, up. <laughs> like my old mama and the flowers on the. You know when I told her to. Cut the cut the uh, salvias down in half. She said, "No, they still got blooms on, even though yeah. they have a fewer blooms on." So, uh, if you just have got to save those plants, then, you know a lot of people adopt their plants in the spring yeah, after they've grown them from a little baby to. Yeah, it becomes very personal. Yeah, it's personal. Okay, what you can do with those <laughs> is to cut them back, cut them in half, cut the plants in half. Now, that's the, if they don't have spider mites on. But uh, cut them in half in by the 1st of August and uh, plant you some others, some f- fresh tomato plants uh, near them. And so that those tomatoes that you cut back will go ahead and uh, have some fruit on it, but generally the fruit is smaller than the original plant. But the the green the new plants will have uh, larger fruit on them, probably more fruit on them. So uh, if you just can't get rid of your old ones. Mm-hmm. But just make sure they don't have spider mites. Okay. And uh, and you can cut them back. Also, this is a good time when you're preparing for the fall garden. If you planted okra 
Mm-hmm. And it grew well in this rain, and mm-hmm. you even made the mistake of fertilizing it. Uh, and they're uh, eight or ten feet tall, hard to reach the top. Cut those in half, too. Oh, okay. Right now. And uh, they'll they'll uh, come back, they'll re-sprout and uh, keep keep producing all the way through the till the fall. And uh, if they're from Louisiana, yeah. they'll be even better. Yeah, that Louisiana okra. <laughs> um, and you you'll you'll see that the okra will get uh will ripe, ripe, ripen sooner. In other words, the uh, pods will be smaller when they're ready to eat. Okay, but but uh because that's the uh the heat's declining hopefully mm-hmm. it's hard to believe that they would ripen any sooner there yeah every single day you can pick <laughs> pick the okra so. that might that might be a good reason to cut them back in half you know give you a little rest yeah but uh no the, more okra no more okra <laughs> are, calvin are you growing okra Weren't you growing, or did you grow I, the Bex big, or did you give up on that? I kind of, uh, my uh, okra got overwhelmed by my zinnias. Oh, that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, oh, he, zinnias. He, he, uh, damn zinnias. <laughs> I don't know why anybody would want to plant those. Things. They overwhelm your vegetables? Uh, I know what they yeah, when, but It's hard, you, it's hard you, to, uh, <laughs> to uh, say anything bad about them because the butterflies uh, like them so much. Yeah, but you don't have any okra, Calvin. I don't you don't know. have anything to eat unless you eat the butterflies. No, uh, I, I, leave the, I leave those to the yeah, purple martins. Yeah, yeah, you'll have to. <laughs> what are the purple martins doing now? Are they gone? They're go- they're they're uh, assembling. The young are coming out of the nest, and they'll disappear for two days, and then they'll be back, and they're they're just getting organized and. Uh, it's a kind of a confusing time. The the uh, experts on the uh, purple martins are trying to figure out exactly what what it is they do this period. You know, it's a transition period, and it's you, they you think they're gone, and then they're back for a few days, and uh, so so they're they're just uh, checking out their options and. Uh, um, Meeting, meeting some of their partners that are going to yeah. go south with them, and <laughs> and uh, it's like a reunion. Eat, yeah, yeah. We, we expect them by the third week in July. They'll be gone. Okay, and that that's the time that Calvin says to lower the boxes, clean out the clean out the debris from the martins, and put it back up for the sparrows. I don't know if he said that last part. I think he said that. I think it's was in that in the their article. Okay. Yeah. Well, he may not have been responsible for that that line in the <laughs> article. <laughs> Just remember, the sparrows don't migrate; they stay here a winter, summer. I wish you and wouldn't fall. keep reminding me of that. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that. Oh my gosh, we have blue sky. Is that is that kind of a gray blue sky? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, why did I read that? About? You know, we haven't mentioned. Uh, our, um, oh gosh, that for the fruit that's ripening right now, the figs, the figs. Oh, are they? Oh gosh, yeah, the the, the uh, birds are are going after the figs. <laughs> it's like between the 
cardinals and the oh, mockingbirds yeah. and the woodpeckers. The mockingbirds are bad. And the sparrows, even the English sparrows are moving through there. Um, luckily, if you've got a if you've got a productive uh, plant that produces a lot of figs, so you can probably get as much as you need. But <laughs> but they, it's a, a lot of activity. The whole the whole plant is just kind of and j- <laughs> jiggling as these all the birds are in there picking oh, up. Oh, okay. <laughs> the danger the, the danger part of it is this rain. We've seen oh. so much rain. They rot? Oh, yeah. Oh, Big no. Time. Yeah. Forrest Appleton used to furnish me with figs all the time. And we could... <laughs> you see know, what the weather's calling for. Yeah. If the, if it, if the weather's extremely dry, uh, they don't produce many. And if the weather is extremely wet, especially when they ripen, they'll rot. Big time. So... Uh, I, don't, I think the birds eat them. Here's that thing about the purple martin in the newsletter. Mm-hmm. You lied, you lied. Now, I don't know if Calvin wrote this or not. Now that the purple martins have left, uh, the question was, can we lower our martin houses? Uh, can we lower our martin houses? And uh, somebody said, prevent block the entry holes to prevent more English sparrow nesting. See, that proves that the English sparrows stay. And I don't think that's up for argument. Uh, I don't think anyone's arguing that the English sparrows stay. Oh, there you go. Good. Uh, and the answer is yes. You have not seen if you have not seen any Martin residents or visitors for the last two weeks it's time to lower the houses and clean out the apartments for the sparrows. There it is, in the newsletter. Oh, man, we got sparrows in our line now. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll, I think we, we have someone on the line. So we'll be back in a moment, 210-308-8867. More coming up on The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Got a couple folks on the line, so let's get to them right away. Ron has called us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Ron, welcome to the show. You're on the air. How can we help you? How are you doing, sir? Good to, good to hear from all of y'all. It's, Thank uh, you. It's just love hearing you. It's just it, the, the, the chemistry, the camaraderie, the, laugh, the laughter. It's good medicine. I tune in sometimes. I've said it before. Just cool. Hear Thank you, guys you Ron. Getting along with each other, most of the time, getting along. Most with each other. of the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except when no. it's, if the issue is sparrows, there's a little contention. There you go. I know. <laughs> yeah, and then the sparrows, and then there's the. You got something small. Uh, is it wren related to the sparrow? That little bitty sparrow. What are they calling the wrens? Not, not real close. No. 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 <laughs> okay. I imagine they're they named after fit. Sparrow finches? Yeah. Uh, say oh. he he would oh. he'll claim the red bird and the uh, <laughs> all the well, and they don't okay and they don't migrate to say I couldn't believe that there's got to be some other south there's so many south Texas birds and I I didn't know that the sparrow was the only one one 
it, it didn't migrate. No, no, it's not. They sticks around. Yeah, cardinal, stick cardinals stick around. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. What about oh. mockingbirds? They stick around. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm afraid so. We stick around. Mm-hmm. I don't have no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just curious about tomatoes. Uh, how late in the season can you plant a tomato? At, uh, tomato plant, an existing tomato plant, anytime during the summer, or is it too hot to do that, or do you have to wait for, like, a, an early fall kind of a prompt well, for planting? <laughs> the varieties that we have selected that we always talk about on this show uh, mm-hmm. were selected for their heat tolerance, uh-huh. and uh, also back in the old days when we had cold springs uh they were also when the heat tolerance uh gene is connected to the cold tolerant gene so uh they're definitely heat tolerant but with that said uh generally the large fruited uh, tomato plants even though they're semi-determinate and uh, all that stuff are, are do not set and mature uh, good good uh, tomatoes that get large and flavorful during the heat of the summer. So that's why we have two seasons, one in the spring and another one beginning now all the way through mid-August. So uh, when the temperatures cool down, they'll start having large, nice, fresh fruit. But uh, that's generally the way it works. Uh, but now, if you're looking for a true heat-setting tomato, uh, we've tested uh, BHN968, that cherry tomato. I don't know if... I, th- I think that uh, Orange Crush was uh, in that, too. Ruby Crush. Ruby, Ruby Crush. Crush. Ruby Crush. Uh, they are both heat-setting tomatoes. Some people, myself included, used to say that all cherry tomatoes uh, are heat to- heat setters, heat tolerant. But uh, then we did some te- we did a test one time mm-hmm. on on only cherry tomatoes in the heat, and the only two t- tomatoes that had fruit was a BHN nine sixty eight. And the Ruby Crush. So that's why we talk about them all the time. So this oh. this fall, you you want to get them in at least by the middle of uh, August. Yeah. Okay. Could you plant them early? And let's say they abort some blooms. What you're mainly trying to do when you plant them early in the heat, well, not this year, is that uh, you want to grow the plant a little bit larger before it starts setting fruit. Because mm-hmm. once it sets fruit, will start setting fruit, it'll not grow anymore. It'll stop it from growing. I see. I see. And what if you want to, I'm just curious real quick about, if you plant a tomato from seed, you know, you just cut a little section of the middle of the tomato out, you know, the membrane, and yeah. plant that um, how, how how effective is that? Because I know generally people like to buy their tomatoes already established and grown in little tiny containers at the nursery. Right. Well, uh, I've uh, never tried that. 
Christine. I did a write-up uh, with uh, Drip Steve. Okay. <laughs> taking pictures is on plantanswers.com. And uh, if you wanted to grow it from seed, uh, you would plant it uh, in June, probably. June? Okay. June, in the soil, directly in the soil. And you wouldn't cover it very deep or deep at all. And uh, to grow you a good-sized transplant by July now or into August. Now, the deal is <laughs> the commercial uh, plant growers have already done that for you. Mm -hmm. That's why a transplant's a better deal because a lot of times... Planting seed, uh, you can yeah, get poor germ and germination and, and things like that. But yeah. the, also the problem is it's very difficult to get seed of these hybrids that we recommend. Hybrids. Yep, yep. And uh, so it's just better to get a transplant for most of us. Okay. Talk me into it. Okay, mm -hmm. good deal. I'm gonna do all. I'm gonna do all this just for my. Um, we get, we were lucky enough to have somebody give us some green tomatoes, but I just. Oh, okay. I get all, I get all the ripe tomatoes at the store. I want to grow some plants just so I could let them grow and grow and get up, swell up real nice and big, and then pull them when they're green yet, and then just, there you, you know, go. The rest. You're oh, you're our green tomato plant. man, huh? Yes, better dip, <laughs> fried in a, in a touch of in bacon grease and and, and um, vegetable oil, and yeah. serve them right up next with a pork chop. Yeah. And, oh my gosh! Yeah. It's, it's Cut this guy! Yeah, he's better. making us hungry. It's a good thing the show's almost over. <laughs> did you? Uh, Thanks, Ron. Did your mother yes, cook them that away? She did. She did fried eggplant. Yeah. Dip, fried mm. eggplant, better dipped uh, uh, green tomatoes. Uh, and not to mention, I'm telling you, I'm telling you though, Ron, yeah. mm -hmm. they're never gonna taste as good as the ones your mama fixed, Chuck. Never. No. Never. <laughs> that's I because you. That's, that's because you yeah. had four had taste buds forty years ago. Yes, and then she cooked. I always told mom, she could, she could <laughs> taste the love. She'd love that, to hear it. That's what. Absolutely. Taste the love. Yes, cool. Thank you, Ron. Well, thank, you're welcome, gentlemen. Bye. -bye. Thank you. 210-308-8867. Sally is on the line. Hey, Sally, how can we help you today? Yes, my I have a similar uh, topic that I'd like to talk about, tomatoes. Uh, I container garden. I have access to those big blue uh, um, barrels, and we cut them in half and make our pots out of those, and they work really well with tomatoes. Uh, I plant a variety uh, of all the ones that you mentioned, Celebrity, uh, Red Snapper, Ruby Crush, they all do well. That's good. Except this year, I got one plant at um, um, Phoenix, and it was a Phoenix tomato. Oh, yeah. my goodness. That thing produced tons <laughs> of tomatoes. I couldn't, we were still eating them. They yeah. are wonderful. <laughs> they taste good. Right. I want to grow more of those. I want to. I don't know if I can find the plants because I live out by Pleasanton, but uh, <laughs> can I start those from seeds? Well, it's, a, it's, it's a hybrid, and it's a, 
It's one of the first uh, rodeo tomatoes. So it, 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 uh, it has rodeo okay. tomato. And, okay. Uh, you can start seed of them. I doubt if transplants are going to be available. This is what we run that's into. What <laughs> this yeah, is what we run into with uh, rodeo right. tomatoes. There's so many of right. them. They have to right. <laughs> have to pick and choose which ones they grow. Now Phoenix it was av- yeah Phoenix was available in the spring. Yes, was it? that's when I got it. Uh-huh. But if I can't find another one for the fall, can I start them with seeds? I have some seeds I'm saving, uh, and uh, I got them from the biggest, the best ones. Good. And, uh, I, okay. I just want to know if that will work because I don't want to waste my time if it won't work. So. <laughs> well, uh, they'll be similar to the hybrid plants but that you the, t- the timing is going to be tough. Yeah, you're late to plant uh, seeds of tomatoes. I and, know. But yes. you you can go ahead and give it a try. Like I said, the okay. information is on plantanswers.com. And, oh, okay. Uh, and you might be able to... Uh, you might be able to catch up. Uh, okay. Phoenix is a good variety. But, it is. Uh, you you recommend that too? I mean, it's a. It's, oh it's yeah, a it's a rodeo tomato. Rodeo. Yeah. Okay. All the rodeo tomatoes are listed on plantanswers.com. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Alrighty. I saw that. Okay. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, I'm going to try and see if it works. Give us a Let us know. <laughs> if, Thanks, if Sally. If I can find the plant, I will. I okay. will. Okay. I'll get the plant. Okay, thank you. Cool. Thank okay, you well, and Trip, we're going to see if we can't answer your question. We got about two minutes, so let's we'll, we'll do this rapid fire. What's going on, Trip? <laughs> hey, I called y'all a couple of years ago because I was I had one good year of tomatoes, and then I was telling y'all about the other one that just they didn't do anything, and y'all told me to space them out and give them some air. So the past two years, oh, excellent tomatoes growing like crazy. Great. Oh, good. So, and the other one is, I'm having trouble, and my friend, she lives in Wilson County, south of here, and we can't get zucchini. It's like the blooms come, and then they fall off. So, huh. uh, is it they're, 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 they are, are they all male blooms with no well, little squash attached? Yeah, that's what's happening. So, yeah. is it just per seed? Is it? Yeah, where'd you, where'd you get the seed from? Uh, I don't know, just like the regular packages that you buy, you know. Okay, and, the package. So how do you know you don't know? You take a chance, right? Right, yeah. Uh, but this has been a strange year. So your mm-hmm. plants are still alive and doing well? Yeah, but they just, um, they make those blooms and then they fall off. Okay. Because well, keep... it's got the like the spindle in the middle of it. Yeah. And the other one, you know. Hang... So I was taking <laughs> one year. I was taking uh, Q-tips and going back and forth. Good and for you. Them myself, but this time there's nothing. So yeah. you just have to just hope hope that you got you, the you don't female see, seed, right? You don't see any uh, any female blooms. No. Mm. All right, we'll say goodbye for today. But thanks to you for listening and being a part of the show. Come on by and visit Millburgers or go to millburgernursery.com and then join us next week on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer.